Welcome to Finding My Joy Podcast. I'm Tyler Garrett, and this is Changing Your Reaction. What's up, y'all? Happy hump day, or happy whatever day you're listening. I hope everyone's having a good week and that they're feeling super motivated since listening to our motivation series. Personally, I am. I've been getting a lot more done and breaking some of my bad habits. Even though my changes have been small, I have not allowed the slow process to demotivate me like I used to do before. I'm constantly reminding myself that any progress is progress. I hope you keep pushing through. Early one morning, like 6 a.m., about two months ago, I dropped my super sick boyfriend off to work because the Navy wanted to make sure he was actually sick before they gave him a day off. (laughs) So I'm heading back to his place to try and get some more sleep because the day before, uh, I drove from San Diego to L.A. for work that morning. Then after work, I drove back to San Diego and took him to the ER super late that night. So keep in mind how tired I was. But I was driving back and I don't really know where I'm going and I'm using the GPS to get back. So I'm getting ready to merge into this main street that has an exit on the left that goes to one highway and another exit on the right to a different highway. So as soon as I jump in the lane I think I'm supposed to be in, and I honestly was very confused, this man comes speeding in my lane and honks his horn at me. Now a little backstory about myself. I absolutely despise when people honk their horns, unless it's for safety reasons, because I believe that's what they were actually made for, just for a warning symbol, not for you to curse somebody out with. So he honks his horn at me, and instantly I'm pissed off, and I realize I still needed to get over one more lane to get to the exit that was on the left. That was the exit that I was actually supposed to take. But now I can't get over soon enough because I'm stuck with this guy speeding behind me. So I'm basically livid at this point. Pause. Hi, my name is Tyler and I have road rage. Just just messing. So, but seriously, I was really pissed and I felt the need to let this man know how much he pissed me off. So I get off the wrong exit with him since I didn't have a choice. And I wait for him to rush around me so I can give him that stare you know, that stare like, bro, you can get these hands. And again, I'm kidding. I'm not scary at all. And I've never been in a real fight. But let me tell you, I did give that man the best version of my stare of death. And he looked at me with the most confused face, which made me even angrier and instantly made me feel dumb. But now I get off the next exit. But I was literally mad the whole way back to my boyfriend's apartment. Now, I wasn't just mad at the guy who honked at me, but now I was mad at everybody on the road. I wasn't letting anybody get over. I gave everyone the stare of death. And that short 15-minute drive felt like forever. And I actually ended up missing another one of my exits and having to reroute again. So I just knew I was going to have a horrible day. When I finally got back to his apartment, I went back to sleep, but I got stuck with sleep paralysis and I started having a bunch of mini nightmares. It was not fun at all, but when I woke up a few hours later to bring him back home, I was initially still in a bad mood. Then I realized that that man probably had no idea how mad I was. He had probably already forgotten about me, 
He may not have even been the one honking or he may not even been honking at me. And most importantly, I could have jumped into the lane at the wrong time. Like I could have been wrong in this whole thing. And I felt foolish that I let this situation affect me so much. And I made the decision at that time to let it go and change my mood, especially since I was going to have some extra time to spend with my boyfriend, which I normally don't get. So I brought this story up for a reason. But first, I want to share a special gift with you from one of my sponsors. So stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. It's crazy how we can let one small situation affect us in such a huge way. That's why today I want to talk about changing your reaction. I really believe this information is important for everyone to know and that it can be very useful for your own personal growth. And not to be corny, but it can also be the major key to helping you find your joy. There's a popular saying by the Greek Stoic philosopher Epictetus that goes, It's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. This is so true. A lot of times we try to blame our emotions or the way we feel on other people or by the situations we go through. But we have so much more control over our emotions than we realize. We have the choice to not let things affect us in the way they do. When you feel a certain way, it's because you've allowed yourself to feel that way. Going back to my story in the car, I was so angry because of how I chose to look at the situation. If I simply would have thought that maybe he was honking at someone else, all the events that followed would have went so differently. Okay, so how do we change our reaction, though? You have to understand that this is an ongoing process and it's not always going to be easy to react in the best way. You have to start by noticing your reactions to different situations. It's very important to take the time to pay attention to your emotions and to analyze them. Figuring out why you feel the way you do is paramount for helping you not be triggered in this way anymore. Like with me, I know that when someone honks at me, I get frustrated and really angry. I feel this way because I tend to automatically think that someone honking a horn at me means they're pissed off and are using their horn to basically curse me out. I realized I do not like how this makes me feel and I want to change my reaction reaction to it. We must remember to think before we react. When I take the time to think first, it gives me the opportunity to step back and view the situation in a different way or from a different point of view. Taking the time to think before I reacted in this scenario would have given me the chance to realize that he may not have meant to honk at me or I would have been able to give myself time to calm down and see that it's not that big of a deal and that I should move on. When I first moved to California, I used to say often how rude I thought people here were because back home in North Carolina, it's kind of just, or I guess just in the South really, kind of just a common courtesy to wave or speak or even just smile a little when you walk past someone, especially when you've made eye contact with each other. And people here don't seem to do that often. So when I would do it and the person wouldn't acknowledge me at all or engage, I used to say things under my breath like, well, forget you two or, oh, hey, I'm just talking to myself. And I would create this negative perception of that person Then one day I was walking and I was so wrapped up in my head and stressed out that I wasn't really paying attention to my surroundings. And so I walked past this one guy 
He waved and said hey because we we didn't make eye contact. But I literally walked right past and didn't say anything back. And I didn't realize until after we passed each other that he had actually said something to me. Now, I felt like a jerk and a hypocrite because I didn't say anything. And if he were quick to judge like me, he might have thought I was a jerk as well. In the Bible, in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 3 through 5, it says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I was doing exactly what this verse says. I was being a hypocrite, judging people for no reason when I had a tendency to do the same things, probably more times than I actually have even realized. This passage is basically telling us to not be judgmental and to stop worrying about everyone else because we are not perfect ourselves and we shouldn't be, fo- we should, shouldn't be focused on fixing other people. We should be fix- focused on fixing ourselves. So in other words, we need to stop worrying about everyone else and worry about ourselves first. All those other times that I've said things under my breath to other people, if I would have just taken the time to think before reacting, I might have realized that there are millions of reasons they may not or did not respond or acknowledge me. And quite frankly, they don't have to. So think before you react and do not be so quick to judge. When you learn to change your reaction, it'll help you be more positive and it will allow you to feel better more often. There are a lot of other scenarios where we need to work on fixing our reactions because not only is it important for your well-being, but it can improve your relationships with others. I've been talking a lot with friends about their relationships and my own, and I'm not just talking about relationships with boyfriend and girlfriends but like your relationships with your friends and family as well. And I've come to the conclusion that a lot of the issues that we were having in these relationships was due to the way that we allowed certain things to make us feel. And a lot of the times we were blaming these emotions on the other person. Now, don't call me a douche for this, but I have an example. So my boyfriend's super helpful, and I've always been very independent so sometimes it would be weird for me when he would try to help me with things that I didn't think I needed help with like even just taking my jacket off when I would come in the door used to bother me I would really get so annoyed and irritated for a bit and I would like sort of snap at him like I got it and I began to let all those similar situations compound to be a big problem when they shouldn't have been a problem at all Now, don't get me wrong, I still have my moments, but if I would have continued to let this be a big deal, it could have led to me making him feel unwanted or led to me allowing something so dumb to affect my relationship negatively. Me snapping on him so much could have possibly made him not want to help me out anymore, which fortunately for my sake didn't happen. But the point is to show how our reactions can impact our relationships with others. I try to focus on being more grateful that he's trying to help me out and remembering that there's nothing wrong with getting help sometimes. 
Another example I have involves one of my best friends. So I can tend to be very, 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 I'm very sensitive. And I have a friend who has learned that she doesn't have to always do everything. And so sometimes when I would ask her if she wanted to go somewhere or wanted to do something, I would get like super butthurt and feel some type of way. And I almost let this affect our friendship because I was taking it the wrong way. But then I realized that she has the right to say no. And it brought it to my attention that I have the right to say no as well. I used to feel like I had to always say yes to everyone. And I would push myself to do things that I couldn't really do or didn't really want to do. But since I've been working on changing my reactions, it's taught me a lot about myself and a lot about the person I want to become. In all these scenarios, you can see that the only reason I felt the way I did about each scenario was solely on me and not other people or other things. I made the choice to react negatively, but now I know that I have the choice to react in a more positive way. I don't want you to think that you shouldn't feel sad or mad or any of these emotions that are considered negative because it's important to feel all of your emotions. But when you feel these types of emotions, you need to analyze them and get to the root of the emotion in order to not be stuck in that emotion for so long. Remember to think before you react, don't be quick to judge, and look at the world from different perspectives. You control your emotions. Now, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. Please share, subscribe, and comment. All contact information is listed in the episode details. I can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and um, Yahoo as Finding My Joy, and that's joy spelled with an I. Again, that's Facebook, Yahoo email, and Instagram. Also, you can support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes by going to the link provided in the episode details. Again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Now go find your joy.